The future of radio. 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 The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. At this point, you start bringing up things like a rainbow harvest, Sarah. This show is really taking a turn, I, and I don't know. I don't quite know what to say about this. I don't this. either because I didn't expect this. It wasn't something that I went looking for. It just accidentally happened. But I mean, and I didn't even know your... until after I had finished that this was going to be a thing. But you've got your crystal skull or your crystal your crystals. My crystals. Your yes. stones. Mm-hmm. And now you're talking about a rainbow harvest. Yeah, but I don't think that's what it, it means, what you think it means. Oh, I, I would love to know what it means. Okay. Please explain <laughs> to me. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So much to talk about. Number one, though, I want to say this. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. Oh. Anytime you're going to be doing any of that shopping on the Amazons of the world, Go there and click on the Amazon link. Yes, like if, if, for example, someone special in your life whose birthday you <laughs> never forget, uh, if, their, if their special day is coming up and you want to purchase something for them, go ahead and head to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Amazon link. Pick something up for October 10th for someone in your life. Uh, you can go there, funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. All right. <laughs> and also, I want to say this too, because we're going we're gonna to get into talking a lot, about a lot of stuff on here, but this is pretty important. Um, tickets. To the second annual Portland Podcast Festival, go on sale today. Um, some of them actually may already be on sale, but we'll be creating two events. So we have um, Friday, November 9th, is the first night of the Portland Podcast Festival at Landmark Saloon. Tickets will be going on sale for that. We'll have a Facebook event. Tickets will be up on the PDX Pod Festival website. All of that today. We encourage you to pick up those tickets. Six shows that night. Six shows in one night. Which is awesome. Like, we handpicked each show for each venue and time. Yeah. And it's like, everything's complimentary to each other. And, like, nothing is, like, everyone's equal, like, on equal footing. We just kind of pick things for the way that we thought they would be, like, best presented. And this is going to be amazing. Right. It's all designed for the viewer. Like, yeah. All designed for people who are attending it. So, six shows on November 9th at the Landmark Saloon for the Portland Podcast Festival. And then 15 shows at the Hawthorne Theater and Lounge on November 10th for the Portland Podcast Festival. So both of those tickets are up today. Please buy some tickets. Um, look for the events on our Portland Podcast Festival Facebook page. We'll be posting those. If you can click in like, yep, I'm going, and then you can pick up your tickets straight from there. We'll have links, uh, all that. That will be up today. So um, it, we put a lot of work in this. Yeah, if you we let really us know that you're coming, out. yeah, that would yeah, be... Come on out. We've been working on this and, for, and like, honestly, the better part of the year. That would be really awesome. And honestly, the shows are amazing that are on it. Like, there, there's 21 podcasts participating. We are one of those podcasts. And um, all of them are listed on the website right now. You can click on uh, pdxpodfestival.com. You can click on each show. It'll tell you what the show is about. You can listen to a sample. We have things like the Rip City Report, with Casey Holdall and Joe Freeman, um, you know, from the Portland Trailblazers. We've got uh, shows from Kill Rock Stars. We've got shows from, I mean, all over the place. We have a show coming in from Seattle. We yeah, have, like, lots yeah, we of, do. Yeah, yeah we've got a show coming in from Seattle. Nathan Brannon's going to be there with Hamster Village. I mean, there's just, there's so many podcasts. It's going to be a ton of fun, and we just, we really do want to make sure you're, you're aware of that to pick up those tickets. We'll be talking about it a lot. Anyway, yes. there we go. Let's get back to whatever a rainbow harvest is. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, no, I mean, you're, it's like you're, you're burying all the rest of it. Like, that was at the end of this thing that I, that oh. I experienced yesterday. Because I didn't realize the whole, like, rabbit I'm hole. I'm so confused about what it is. Like, okay. I want you to walk me through. I know, because you kind of, well, okay. And also, when let's go back to the October 10th thing really quick. Um, if you are um, a FERSC member and you heard the pre-show, it was Greg telling me um, that he knew that my birthday was on October 10th. When it's actually October 9th, and he's a great friend, great co-host, working together for a decade, super excited Somewhere that he still there. can't remember yeah. my birthday. Yeah, yeah, it's right around there. That's really exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why you're discombobulated. Anyway. I'm not discombobulated. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, no, so I was telling you about this Rainbow Harvest thing because it kind of was this weird rabbit hole I fell down last night after I watched this movie that I'd never seen before. Okay. So, so is this like a harvest like around the No, it is not a harvest. So stop. This is a movie that I found um cuz I I've, I've just been kind of bored. I I finally finished watching Desperate Housewives, the dumbest show. But you did finish pretty, it. It was pretty solid. We just yes. talked about that with Dan Cummins the other day. Like, how many episodes were there? Like 180, I think. 180. Yeah. Okay. And so finished that. And so, like, since then, I haven't really watched anything. And I'm not really looking into getting into a, a TV show, but I'm working on a painting. And that's kind of my thing. I like to have something mindless on while I'm, like, I mm-hmm. have the image that I'm working from and then, like, some show I don't have to pay a lot of attention to. Right. And this is when you're painting one of your animal portraits. Yes, I'm painting a, a little fluffy dog right now. <laughs> it's so cute. So um, so I'm, I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood for like a 90s horror movie. And I was going through all like the usual suspects, like all like a, on Netflix and Hulu, and nothing was standing out. There's nothing I really wanted to watch. And I remember- Have you seen like every horror movie ever? No, I don't watch the torture porn ones. <clears throat> okay. I don't watch like Saw or Human Centipede or like any of those. Okay, like, yeah. Would you rather? I don't, I'm, I'm not into those either. Yeah, I, I absolutely don't watch those ones. But yeah. I watch like the supernatural ones, like demonic ones, um, ghost stories, uh, thrillers. If I had to choose, terror, yeah, I like the yeah. ghost, more the ghost ones and demons and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, the torture porn, people on people crime. Yeah, I've still never even seen the first mm. Saw. I have no desire to. I would never watch it. I think I saw part of it, and I'm, and I'm cause in like a box or something like that. I don't know. I was just like, eh, nope. No yeah, thanks. that's not just not me. my jam. Not for me. Yeah. That's why I will also never see Hostel. Yes. Ever. I will never see. I did watch the first one of those, and it was terrifying because I like to travel. Yeah, no, the, that's why. <laughs> no, like, I nope. think it would freak uh-uh. you out. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, it's being noted. Yeah, Hellraiser was good. Yeah, Hellraiser's great. Hellraiser's yeah. amazing. That's so cheesy. Oh, God. Hellraiser is one of my favorite I horror movies ever. To you. Yes. This is not a Jesus wept. <laughs> so, like, speaking of Hellraiser, like, 80s, 90s horror, that's, like, one of my favorite genres. Like, uh-huh. I just, I really love, like, cheesy, fun horror movies. What is it about it that you like? I've always been curious because you are, you like horror movies more than about anybody else I know. And I just, I'm, what... And I don't care. I'm just honestly curious. Like, what is it? I think it's because it? they're always different. Like, if you uh-huh. watch a, like, if you're watching a romantic comedy, like, you kind of know, like, oh, like, they meet each other and they don't like each other at first. And then they become, develop a friendship and then fall in love. And then something bad happens. And at the end, they find their way back to each other at the end. Yeah. Like, there is a, there are lots of methods, like, basic storytelling lines for, like, different, you know, like, genres of movies. I think with horror movies, you never really quite know what to expect. Because they can end terribly. They can end great. Mm-hmm. They can, like, anyone can be the suspect. I I just like, I don't know, I like the excitement of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. And the randomness of them. Because, I mean, especially the older ones, when you find them, you never know what you're going to get. Like this movie I found last night, which I'd never seen before. So, YouTube is... <clears throat> 
you know, amazing for finding just the most random shit on the internet. Yeah. And a lot of people upload, like, a lot of old movies, like, in their entirety onto YouTube, like, commercial-free. You can watch these movies, like we were talking about Neil Breen, like how you can watch... Oh, yeah, the yeah, Neil Breen like shows. You can yeah. watch a lot uh-huh. of random things on the internet for free. And um, so I was on YouTube, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to look around, poke around, because that's where I watch a lot of Lifetime movies and stuff. I'm like, I just want to see if there's any, like, good 90s horror movies. Not even necessarily good, just 90s horror movies that I hadn't seen. I was going to say, I don't know if good is necessarily... No, it's not good. <laughs> a qualifier so for you. I was, I was poking <laughs> around, and I found... At first, I found this one called Witchboard, but then the... Um, the quality of the recording was too bad. So Witchboard. Like, it's called Witchboard. Let me. Okay. I don't know about it. I don't, oh, you yeah. don't? No, okay. I didn't watch. That I want to guess what Witchboard is. I mean, about. I, I think it's about a Ouija board. It looks oh, like magic it card. is. So it's like it's not like a like set in like the twenties and it's a switchboard and it's a woman who's like manipulating. Oh, that's weird. No, switchboard. Interesting. Switchboard. Witchboard. That's where I was going. Like that could be. That's a really what they call Ouija boards. Is like witchboards. Oh. See, but it could be in, like, 1920s, you know, because you have the operators, like, oh, yeah, okay. connecting you to, to Samuel over on Stephen Street, you know. Mm-hmm. But then she's, like, connecting the wrong people, and then, like, you know, there's messages coming through, and then she's controlling the board, and she's controlling the whole town from her witch board. But she's a switch. Wow. I think that would be a great movie. I mean, I think that's an amazing idea. Yeah. Um, well, this one, so there are lots of, you know, like, really outdated movies on there. Um like, that people aren't really, I don't think, tracking down the royalty rights to, is what I mean. Yeah. So this one, uh, so then I was looking, I'm like, all right, but I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can watch, like, this bad a quality. Like, I can Some watch- of them, though, the actual production companies have just put them up there. Oh, yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're not making any money on this. Let's just put it up. Yeah. I mean, and this yeah. one has been there for, like, 10 years. Yeah. Um, so the one that I found, so I was like, all right, which board? I really want to watch this because it looks amazing. Uh-huh. But the quality was too bad. So then I found another one. Connecting you to Mrs. Johansson. The devil's <laughs> You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, it's kind so, of like a little, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this would work out. Uh, it's being pointed out, Greg, this is why you aren't a screenwriter. <laughs> I think it's, I think it would be great. Oh, real quick, sorry. Uh, in the chat, Mike is saying, just watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil on Netflix. It was good. That movie is amazing. Yeah, it's a great movie. That is a great movie. Um, okay, so then uh, after I'm like, all right, which board just isn't, it wasn't the content, like the quality content. I was like the actual like visual quality. I'm like, I could definitely watch Witchboard, but it was like too fuzzy. So I'm like, all right. All right. So it's like, if you liked Witchboard, you might like these. I'm looking at all the recommended ones. And then there's this one on the side that just had the name Mirror Mirror. And it had, you know, it was like in like gothic font and like a black background. And, and I, I look about it and it's. You know what I think about that right away? Huh? Some weird take on like Snow White. They just redid one called Mirror Mirror, I think, in like 2012. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, shoot. So, so there's just... a new one. This one, however, is from 1990. Okay. So this is a 1990s Mirror Mirror, and it's basically about this girl and her mom who move into this house um, that was owned by these two sisters, one of which killed her sister in front of this old mirror. And the mirror, I guess, is like possessed by uh, the devil or. And a how demon old were the something. sisters when they did this? This was in the fifties. In the in the fifties, but how old were the sisters? Oh, it doesn't say. Here, Wait, me, were they let young? Me pull this. Or they were. I I don't know, like twenties. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, okay. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't children. like child on child. Okay, so she killed her sister in yes. front of a mirror. Yeah. So the film follows a okay. teenage out- outcast. Um, who goes by the name of Megan. This is She's goth. Oh, my gosh. So this girl looks exactly like how Winona Ryder's character looked in Beetlejuice. 
Like oh. the big hats, uh-huh. like the spiky bangs yeah. and everything. So that's the like not girl. caring about anything. Yes, so like very so deep. And I was looking at it. So Beetlejuice came out in '88. This was '90. So I'm like, well, that's absolutely oh, okay. where it came so from. So they based. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this uh, the film follows a teenage outcast, goth outcast, who finds herself drawn to an antique mirror left in the house that she and her mother have moved into. So, uh, so this is in the 1950s. Mary Weatherford. So they live in the Weatherford estate. So uh-huh. she sacrifices her sister in front of a large framed oh, wooden sacrifices. mirror. Okay. Yes, yeah, stabbing her to death on a bed. Decades later, Megan, who's a shy teenage goth, moves to the house from Los Angeles with her recently widowed mother. In her new bedroom, Megan finds the large mirror in the corner left behind by previous owners. Um, and also the person who's the auctioneer for all the Weatherford stuff finds a whole, like, bunch of journals uh-huh. of which are talking about, like, the occult and, and Hale. It's amazing. Ooh. Okay. Yes. So the sister got away with it? I don't know. They never quite go back to that. Okay. It they was just, just the Weatherford estate. Sacrifice the sister yes. and then, like, oh, that's it. And then there's no backstory beyond that. No, that's it. There's just the, there know. was just an evil mirror that would like it drips blood from the top of it sometimes, and then the journals were were just referencing. No, what happened after? That's that's also why I like horror <laughs> movies from the eighties. No and need 90s. to bother with that. There really is no backstory. There's no rhyme or reason. It's oh just yeah, kinda... you know, a girl just sacrificed her sister in front of a mirror in the house. Whatever, yeah. life went on. Also, Megan's a super outcast. Everyone's making fun of her because she's going to, like, this private school. Um, she makes a friend, but, like, all the other girls are tormenting her. Oh, yeah. But now she starts to, um, you know, but she's kind of obsessed with the mirror in her room. She can't stop thinking about it. And, um, like, she thinks about the mirror, and then she starts uh, thinking about bad things that can happen to the people that are mean to her. And mm-hmm. then... <gasps> are we spoiling this movie just for anybody who... Yes, if you're, I am spoiling... You're the YouTube movie Mirror Mirror. I am spoiling an almost 30-year-old movie for you. Yes. If you want to watch Mirror Mirror, I mean, it's terrible. But if you really feel like the plot I, I is... I feel like this isn't going to... Yeah. So she starts wishing all these things, like people who are mean to her, like bad things start happening to them. And then like all of a sudden she Wait, starts... she looks in the mirror and wishes... No, she just has a connection to the mirror now because she's in love with it. Do they have to? Does she have to get people to look in the mirror Wait, I and have... then something bad, something happens to them? All right. So some of my notes... So I actually was just like, all right, I just need to write some random thoughts that I'm having while I'm watching mm-hmm. this pile of garbage. This <laughs> it's mirror, amazing. mirror. All right. So I'm, I just did like hashtags. So I'm like, all right, flashback to a woman murdering her sister. Real time, woman selling house finds diaries and occult books. The mirror is evil. It finds its way back into the house. Oh, so she removes the mirror to sell it at auction. Okay. The older lady does, but the mirror just finds its way back to the house. Oh, so you just can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of the mirror because it's stuck to the Weatherford estate. There is a trailer for it. I don't know if I should play that or not. Oh, you could. Okay, I've, I've, I'm, let me get it pulled up here. I just looked it up. I mean, I could try we and talking. find it right now. If you go Mirror, Mirror, 1990 trailer. Now, I don't want to spoil your story because I don't know if that says something. I know. mean, it probably does. It, does that spoil? I, I think it'll be okay. All right. Here she here it is. Right here. Are you playing? Yeah. Behind this glass lies a century of terror. An evil force awaiting her deadly command. The mirror is using Ghosts do not exist. Yes. Something like I. Oh, of course. What the? F- Someone, something was controlling it, making it happen. I, I told you she is whacked. You can't just leave like that. I gotta think this through. Can he just leave like that? 
Okay, that's enough. Yeah, I'm, all right. Yeah, so, I got enough of the idea there. Yeah. So okay. basically, so this girl looks exactly like Winona Ryder. It's it's absolutely trippy. Okay. Um. Yeah. So she. So the girls at the school are mean to her. She gets revenge by thinking mean thoughts. Um. Then all of a sudden she you know goes home and she's staring in the mirror. The mirror starts bleeding. From the top of it, and she starts like all of a sudden like making out with the mirror and like smearing her She's making her out hands with the fake blood. With the fake didn't... blood on the mirror, it is the wow worst thing. And then like while she's making out with them, for some reason there's making been... out with the mirror. Yeah, she's like kissing herself in the is there, mirror. Like a demon guy behind it. No, nope, just her face, just okay. her goth face making out with herself in the mirror. Right. And then at some point, cool. you see this werewolf hand come out of nowhere and start like there's werewolves. Cr- there's one werewolf hand. Okay. That's all I see. I, okay. Kind of look like a werewolf hand. And then it's just like caressing her. She's like making out with herself oh, in the mirror. Oh, nice. Okay. It's, all right. So the mirror's having a good time with it too. Yeah. It's highly consensual. Yeah. So um, so then like she decides – so now she has a connection with the mirror so anything can happen. So she decides she has a crush. This is very the crafty where she has a crush on the popular guy in school. And mm. so she um, you know tricks him into falling in love with her. But then he like snaps out of it. it? By wishing it, yeah. Okay. Okay. So she wishes the hot guy to uh, to be in love with her. Yes. Okay. And then this is <laughs> – I was just distracted, so I'm writing a bunch of things that I don't even – like I wasn't So you're just attention. scribbling this stuff down while yeah. you're watching this. Okay. All right. Oh, this is, a, this is one of my favorite parts about it. So, okay. I wrote, okay, so there are a lot of demonic things that are happening in this movie, but it never actually shows them. It just gives an impression and goes right to the killing. For example, it shows a pipe, just like it shows an image of a pipe. And the next scene is someone being scalded by what is implied to be a broken pipe, but it never shows anything breaking. <laughs> or there was another one um, where, like, the mom, who was played by this this crazy uh, 80s and 90s horror actress, I can't remember, her name's Karen something or other, um, uh, Karen Black, who was just, you would recognize her from, like, a, playing a jillion crazy people okay. and a jillion, like, crazy lady, um, like, horror movies. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, she has I the face. Her. She has the face. Um, she looks a lot like Michael Myers, uh, or like uh, Jason Voorhees' mom. Yeah, I mean, Friday she could have been. I don't yeah, know. she wasn't. Okay, because um, I looked it up. Okay. So, at one point, the mom is like reaching into the garbage disposal because something fell in, and like you just see her stick her hand in, and then all of a sudden, it just cuts to like no reaction from her, but just blood splattering all over the walls, like someone like <laughs> clearly like squirting something, and then she's like, ah, then. As she's laying there, because she dies because uh, – uh, sorry, spoiler. She dies because her hand was stuck in the garbage disposal. As she pulls her hand out of the garbage disposal, it is still intact. Like nobody even she's got pretended, a couple of bad cuts. Nobody – but, you know, there's <laughs> but blood to... covering the entire kitchen. Her <laughs> hand is fully intact as she brings it out and then, like, passes out and dies from her injury, even though she still has her you hand. Can die from the garbage disposal? I suppose so, even though it doesn't eat your hand. Okay. Yeah. Maybe lose a finger. But I don't think that's necessarily. No, nope, she still had fatal. all of them. And then I think okay. that they realize their mistake because, like, she like wakes back up at one point, but she's like hiding her garbage disposal hand behind her back. At one point, wait, I thought she already died. She did, well, she was like almost dead, and then like she like you know did the one last spring up like they always do, <laughs> yeah, and then like the and then died. But of course, she's hiding her garbage disposal hand because uh-huh. nothing really happened to it, and she was bleeding to death from nothing from, from some nicks. From <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. All right. And then um, basically, I don't know, the goth girl is killed by the mirror and then her friend is transported back to the 50s where she's actually the sister who was murdering the other sister and then it makes no sense. Yeah. Wait a minute. It made no sense. So the goth girl is sent back in time and she becomes the sister who's sacrificing. Incorrect. 
Oh. The goth girl is murdered by the mirror in real time, and then her best friend who tried to how save does her. The murder, how does the mirror murder her? Um, I, there was like a piece of glass in her. Again, it's just kind of heavily implied. <laughs> well, the mirror can chuck glass now. All of a sudden you hear a... Ah! And then, you know, you see her and then there's something sticking out of her neck. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mirror, mirror. And then, and then that's it? And then that's pretty much it. Okay. But the most interesting thing about this movie is the woman who plays Megan, who's the goth girl, uh-huh. is kind of hypnotizing the entire time. Like, she's not... I mean, not because of her, like, amazing acting or thing. Like, she's fine. But, right. Uh, and she's, and like, this her, is the one playing the Winona the goth girl. Ro- yeah, the Ryder-esque. Winona Ryder-esque okay. character, definitely. I mean, her outfits are pretty freaking amazing. Like, she has this, like, late 80s, like, goth look, like, sh- shaved sides of her head, like, um... The eye makeup, the Did leather. you ever do the goth thing? I didn't. Okay. No, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't brave enough. Yeah. Um, me neither. But I fell down this rabbit hole, so like then it just ends. Like it, I, I don't even <laughs> <laughs> like it just stops. I'm like, all right, that's, okay, and that we're was, done now. That was mirror mirror. And we ran out of budget. So okay. I'm <laughs> so I'm looking at the um at the list of all the people that are in the movie and one of the things the goth girl, uh, you know, it says like all the people who are playing the parts like mother, Karen Black, Megan was played by this woman named Rainbow Harvest. Now that is so, the actress's name. So that's an actress's name, Rainbow the, Harvest. The actress is named uh, Rainbow Harvest, and it like is a just real name. Her real name, her given name is Rainbow Harvest. And so I ended up falling down this Rainbow Harvest rabbit hole, which is kind of fascinating because. After Mirror, Mirror. It's also funny, just real quick, that time, that time frame of, like, actors and actresses, especially mm-hmm. ones that were in, like, their young, you know, early 20s, they're all kids of hippies. So, like, you have, like, the River Phoenixes. Yeah, because she was born in know, 67, so she was, like, 23. The Zappas and all those ones. Yeah, Rainbow Har- Rainbow Harvest. Rainbow Harvest. Okay. So she was an actress. She um, So she was only an actress from the mid-80s to the early 90s before she just stopped acting. And there are these websites dedicated. I mean, because she's still alive, uh-huh. but nobody knows why. Like Rainbow, she's alive right now. She's alive right now. Okay, but nobody knows why Rainbow Harvest stopped acting. So she's known for Mirror Mirror. She had like a guest spot on Twenty One Jump Street. Um, she did a movie in '84 called Old Enough, which I totally want to see. And uh, she did a couple made-for-TV movies that nobody can really find any copies of. But then after 1991, she just like she went to this uh, like fancy academy. The um, a school of Performing Arts in New York to be an actor and then just stopped acting after 1991 because Mirror Mirror was good. Just enough. like disappeared. Yeah, I mean, just kind of stopped acting. Absolutely. So there's, Rainbow Harvest. So there are actually websites dedicated to her like and Facebook fan pages. Like if you look it up, it's bizarre. People are just kind of obsessed with this one character that she played in Mirror Mirror. Seriously, I just Googled Rainbow Harvest and there's like... The search for Rainbow Harvest. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the search for Rainbow Harvest. Yes. What the hell? So people are obsessed with her out of these, like, few movies. Out of these few. She only was in two movies that that were, like, actually, you know, somewhat well-received and not, like, a TV movie or not an extra. She was an extra, and I guess, in an episode of 21 Jump Street called, like, Corey and Dean Get Married, (laughs) if anyone remembers that. I never watched 21 Jump Street. Yeah, I I watched it from time to time. Yeah, but she's just she just kind of stopped acting, and I guess what happened? Uh, so she did. She married this guy named. Um, he was in Twenty One Jump Street as well. Okay, I can't here, remember his name. Here. Rainbow Harvest. Um, I'm trying to find him. Yeah, I'm pulling her up right now. Harvest. Yeah, so it's just 
it's absolutely fascinating. She's married to his name's like, name's like Wixley or something. Okay. I'll, I'll take a look here and see if I can figure this out. And he was an actor in um, 21 Jump Street as well. Oh, Kevin Wickstead. Wickstead, yes. Kevin Wickstead, it says Growing Pains. He was in Growing he Pains? He was in Growing Pains. He was like a, a side actor and so was she. Because I did watch Growing Pains. That much. Did you watch Growing Pains at all? Uh, a little bit. With the Seavers? Yeah, I, I mean, I know what it is. I, I watched it a little bit. Okay, I mean, that was a very big show. Like, that's not like a that's not like a 1% reference show. Yeah. So I wonder who he was. But I'm looking one. at this website right here. Even this, like, this um, episode, or not this episode, this actual, like, webpage blog thing is dedicated, just called The Search for Rainbow Harvest. Okay. And, and so says, why is it that people are so obsessed with her? I, I think it's because of her style and the way that she, she's just She's just kind of mysterious odd. and odd. Yeah. Yeah. So this woman actually dedicated this whole blog into trying to find every single thing that Rainbow Harvest had been in. And I guess, so it was Mirror Mirror, old enough, and then she was in some weird, like... Like some television movies, is that what you're saying? Some made-for-TV movies, some uh-huh. weird, like, boxing movie. Um, and a couple that, like, that are listed on her IMDb page that don't exist. And then now I guess she works for an elevator company. What's so And she's so been working random. for an elevator company for the past, like, 15 years. It's just strange what people get obsessed with, though. Oh, yeah. That, that there's whole websites devoted to where is Rainbow Harvest. Yeah, I'm looking at this on Facebook What right a now. strange thing. Yep. I wonder if we could – well, you probably couldn't get her on. Well, interview. I was looking at the, um, at the elevator place that she works at, and there is actually – one of their locations is in Portland. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Was she here in Portland? She is not here in Portland. I actually looked that you up. You started too, doing. So you started. did more searching than you're admitting. I did. How much did you? How far down did you go on this rabbit hole? I mean, I went for a while and then I had uh-huh. to go to bed because it was kind of late, and I'm like, all right, I can't keep falling down this rainbow harvest thing. So, <laughs> so, um, and yeah, there's she, no she word on three hundred thirty-eight uh, fans on on her Facebook fan page. She does have a very Winona writery look. Yeah, in some of it. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, ish. Yeah, for that for that time mm-hmm. frame. Okay, so um, so yeah, and then she married Kevin Wickstead. Is she still married to him? Yeah, so she goes by Rain- Rainbow Wickstead now. So I just looked him up. Yeah, he was on Growing Pains. He was the boyfriend of uh, Maggie. All right, do you remember him? Uh, kind of. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I remember you know her having a boyfriend. All right, here. Oh wait, no, Maggie. Uh, sorry, no, Maggie was the mom. Maggie was the mom. Carol was the was the kid. Carol was the kid. I think he was Carol's girlfriend. Okay. I, right. I don't know. I may have it all mixed up. Regardless, we don't need to go down the Growing Pains too much. Although, did you know there's a Growing Pains Wikia page just devoted to Growing Pains? Somebody spent the time to create an entire detailed, filled out Wikipedia basically just for Growing Pains. That exists. Well, of course it does. That's crazy to me. If who, there's one that exists. Who has, who is that devoted to growing pains that they've created an entire, I mean, mapping out the entire series, basically, is what it looks like right here. Oh, they do that with most shows. Do they? Oh, even the terrible ones. Oh, yeah. Somebody maps it all out? Mm-hmm. Wow. What a weird world we live in right there's, now. There's something anyway. for everybody. All right. All right yeah. Well, back to Rainbow Harvest. Yes. So Rainbow Harvest, if anyone knows her. We're, we were trying to get in touch with Rainbow Harvest. Yeah. Oh, she does have some pretty amazing headwear. If somebody knows Rainbow Harvest, or you may know her as Rainbow Wickstead, please. You see the hat that I just posted in there? Please, uh, please get her in touch with us. Yes. We would love to speak with her. Mm-hmm. What would you ask her? Maybe just a lot of elevator business questions. Yeah? Because that would be kind of interesting. Um, she's got a fan page on uh, Facebook. 
Yeah, that's what I was saying. She oh, has, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got 340 that, yeah. fans. 341. Right. After I get done with this. Weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll have to see what we can do. So let's see, let's see if we can track down Rainbow, Rainbow Harvest. Or not. I mean, maybe she's probably like, all right, weird people. I, I did that for I a little bit of money. I did movies 30 enough. years ago. Yeah. Leave me alone. Just let it go. <laughs> I left it for a reason. If she wanted to be in the public spotlight, she probably would be. Wouldn't that kind of suck, though? That's really what you did not want at all. Did you, did you, like, you're, like, you're like, okay, this is not the life for me. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But then Well, I mean, the making these. out with the mirror thing, I mean, that was so weird. It was pretty amazing. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do, yeah. though? Weird. Rainbow harvest. Mm. All right. Well, thank you, Sarah, for filling us in on that. You're welcome. I just wanted to share that with the, with the class. It's being asked, uh, Keelan uh, already has a question for our impending rainbow harvest interview. Uh, why would you not ask her why she stopped acting? Well, maybe there what was some... some like, traumatic Yeah, exactly. Thing. That's what I would worry about with that is, like, maybe there's some reason she stopped. You know, that's what I would always worry about Could with be. that. Um, yeah, I don't know. You would have the single answer the entire internet has been searching for. <laughs> no, at least all 400 of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike says, I used to work for an elevator business. There's nothing interesting about it. Okay. I don't know. I think there would be something interesting about elevators. Like, pe- how often do people get trapped in elevators? Well, have you ever heard, like, like how fallen, often does it happen? Well, have you fallen down the whole, uh, like, rabbit holes with the elevator game? I don't know what that is. Do you is. know what that is? No. Oh, it's creepy. What is the elevator game? I, I really don't know. It's like this superstition. Uh, I, well, I read a lot about it on um, Reddit on No Sleep, where it's this game that is supposedly um, it's oh. some sort of evil game. Where, like, they, where someone claims that actually, like a woman, actually that woman who was her body was found in. The water tank a few years that ago was in downtown LA. LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where, where they were saying video. That, if you haven't seen that, there's video of this. That's crazy. Uh, woman, I think it's Elisa Lamb. Yeah, is that her name? Yeah, who was um, in a hotel in downtown Los Angeles, and there's actually video of this where you can see her. That's it's like security yeah, Elisa camera footage. Lamb. Yep. What's her name? The, yes. The, the, yep, and, um, and you can see her walking out of the elevator. Into the hallway, and she's just weird and like convulsing and, and like twitchy. talking, yeah. like almost talking to herself. She looks afraid at first, and then, but there's nobody else in there. And then she was found like a week later. She was in somehow her body got into the cistern at the top of the um, water tank. Yeah, the water tank. I don't know what a cistern is. So oh, yeah. The, oh water okay, tank. yeah, that's yeah. yeah, the water tank at the top of the the building. All right, yeah, so the elevator game. But I don't know about this elevator game. It's, it's creepy. Okay. So if you, because you fall down like your, um, like a lot of your uh, conspiracy theories. I, yeah, totally. I'm more like an um, urban legend kind of person. Okay. So the elevator, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the order of the floors or anything. Um, but the elevator game is an urban legend ritual game from Jap- uh, Japan and Korea that purports to allow those who take part in it as a chance to visit an alternate dimension or communicate with spirits from another world. So one hypothesis behind the strange behaviors and disappearance of Elisa Lam is that she was attempting to play the elevator game. So what you do is you find an elevator in a building with 10 floors, ride it alone, and visit different floors in a certain order. Like you go to one, then the other, then one, then the other. It's a, it's different numbered floors. You go like up, down, up, down. What? Really? And I have no... It's creepy. No it's giving me this. goosebumps to talk about it, even though it's just, you know, it's so silly there's a specific religion. order to do it. And then when you get to floor, you're not supposed to look at anybody that comes in the elevator. Particularly, oh, yeah, but what if other people get in and they screw up your order of floors? Then you're, then you're done you playing. you got to start over? Yeah. Okay. 
But there's a uh, supposedly there's a woman that comes in on one of the floors, and you're not supposed to look at her. What? And she rides the elevator with you, and you don't look at her. You're supposed to like stay straight ahead, and then you like finish the game, and you have to you have to finish it, or else like you'll die. What? The it's fuck? fucking creepy. I've never oh, the read fifth, about the that fifth one. floor woman. The fifth floor woman. Yeah, the ritual states that return to the world that the player comes from, you must use the same elevator. However, this may be so difficult. So you're traveling through different worlds while you do mm-hmm. this? The steps must be done in the same sequence up to the fifth floor. Then the final button will return you to the tenth floor, but the player must press another button. Yeah, so the game asks the player to check for small things to be sure they are back in the real world and offer steps to do so that the player thinks this is not the case. What? That is so strange. I have yeah. never... On the fifth floor, a mysterious woman may enter the elevator and try to lure the player out. According to the rules of the game, the girl must not be talked to or acknowledged in any way. She is a spirit looking to misguide you into bringing you into a different realm. It's Weird. creepy. It's super creepy. I have never heard of this thing before. So see, now you have something interesting to ask an elevator person about. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess so. Read... There's something I could start talking to people about. Sorry, I'm now I'm getting sucked into this. No, I if can't. you read any like the creepy pasta stuff or No Sleep or any like internet horror stories, like the elevator game is. Now I'm seeing. Reference. Yeah, there's just tons of stuff about this, and I did look up a bunch on that Elisa Lamb thing when it happened because it was just so strange. It's and really good. if you like, haven't if you're, seen if you're the video, you're kind of easily freaked out. It's pretty creepy. Don't watch the video. I mean, regardless, I mean, she, whatever, she she dies. So yeah, just so you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you see that on the no, footage, but it's but like really it's, creepy. It really sucks. Yeah, she she did. She died. Um, the video of her though in the elevator, it is really. If you haven't seen it, it's really unnerving. It's very unnerving. Um, whether it's, you know, you believe in the demon side of it or whatever, or whether it's just a woman having some kind of complete mental, mental breakdown, breakdown yeah. you know, break from reality, uh, something happened. I mean, <laughs> something not right. So it's, it is disturbing no matter how you look at it. But um, the elevator game. Okay, I will. Yeah, I'm looking at this. The I'm, most dangerous game in the world, elevator to another world. That's so strange. Yeah. Was this just something and made up like on the, Creepypasta? Oh, horror, yeah, I played the elevator game and I did like it wrong a, and the wo- woman followed me home. Is this like a Slender Man, like, Creepypasta one? I, don't, I wouldn't play it. You wouldn't do it? No, would you? Do I, I know the order. I can see it right here. There's the, there's the whole thing. You can't proceed if anyone else is in the elevator with you. You have to go to... All right, so it doesn't have to be only 10 stories high. It has to be at least 10 stories high with at least one elevator. But you're only using the first 10 floors. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's really creepy. All right, we can't, we can't keep looking at that. So if you if you get to the if you reach the tenth floor, you may either choose to get off the elevator or to stay on it. If you choose to get off, and if the woman entered the elevator on the fifth floor, <laughs> she will ask you, "Where are you going?" Do not answer her. Do not look at her. Greg, you will know you've entered. You've arrived at the other world by one indication and one indication only. The only other person present will be. You. Oh, the only person present in it is you. So if you make it to that, you're the only one there. Mm-hmm. You're if by you get yourself. off on the 10th floor. Yeah, you're by yourself. Yeah. Weird. All right, Eddie said he'll do it. Oh, but I don't want anything to happen to him. I'm like, I kind of want you to do it. And then you can and then you can make a return trip? Yeah, and then you can return back after you, like, explore. Weird. Would you do it? Uh, I don't care. I don't believe in it. I don't think you would. Let's. All right, you should do I'll it. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't. I don't believe it. Yeah, I'll do it. Do we have a 
building around here. With I mean, this this game is like old too. Like, I mean, I know. For, like, well, the years. thing is, you'd have to find one where there's not going to be somebody coming on on and off of it. All Courtney the time. says I'm going to go and stand on the fifth floor of buildings and try to be the fifth floor woman. <laughs> where you could know, that's what it be a good see, thing. Like, somebody who looks to like try to trick it. your kids into doing it, and then have your friend be on the fifth floor and to get in. Where are you going? Where are you going? If you I have a kid that's gullible enough, you would have been the kid that would have done it. Or no, mm. you would have been too scared. No, I would have been too, too scared. scared now. Yeah, that's hilarious. Mm. All right, so if anybody wants uh, to mess with their children and they don't know what Greg or I look like, well, I guess me because I, I have to be the fifth floor woman. As John says, fun, someone devised the perfect way to torture people with mild OCD. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> have to do it in this order. I have to do it in this order. Yeah. Okay. Would you do it? No. Absolutely not. Oh, I guess you have to do it by yourself, so yeah, it can't even be a group thing. Yeah, you can do it. I'll do it. Okay. All right, well, let's switch gears. Do you want to do a little bit of World of Crazy? Yeah, that unnerved you. I don't, yeah, it's creepy. Especially with that girl, like, after watching the video of that girl. And the, well, the girl, yeah, that's well, that, unfortunate. that yeah. compounded with the urban legend is creepy. I've never seen these two together, so that's, yeah, that's a new thing for me. Yeah, that's what it was said that she was playing there. Like, and then there's no explanation. And then she was just I just read gone. the ones I read about it was that she was talking to like a because you see her talking to like something that's not there. So that she sees something that nobody else can see. No joke. It is. It is an unnerving. It video. is very like, 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 no, said, like regardless not, of you know yeah. talking about this silly stuff. Like it's it's un, it's unnerving. But I mean. I don't know. It's yeah, like not kidding. I, I, like I if, if you were a little squeamish, like probably don't watch. I mean, you don't see anything, but it's just really creepy. Yeah, it just gives you a creepy vibe. It it does. Hmm. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, best headline of the day, even though it's kind of misleading. Reads. Thank you to everyone who sent this to me. Aggressive mountain goats are now thirsting for human pee and sweat. <laughs> <laughs> mountain what? goats, aggressive mountain goats are now thirsting for human pee and sweat. Uh, mountain goats at the Olympic National Park in Washington have developed such a taste for human urine and sweat that they're actually starting to cause problems and they're having to be removed from the park. Weird. Uh, so now wildlife for officials. Human urine and sweat? Yeah, so now, uh, so uh, this is slightly misleading. So um, now wildlife officials are having them airlifted out of the park and away from where humans roam and use the bathroom when they're out hiking. So so it's not actually the sweat and pee that the goats are after, but what's like, so basically if someone like is walking on a trail and they have to use the bathroom and they pee on it. Right, the you're goats out in the woods. I've started to yeah. become obsessed with. Digging and eating and being aggressive where people have left their markings, either where um, they've because they want the urine or they've disposed of their cooking wastewater, so they're persistently seeking the salt and minerals from human urine, packs, and sweat on clothing. Okay, all right, yeah. So the goats were introduced to that area um, about well, it says about a hundred years ago, but in recent years, their aggressiveness has become serious problems to where they're attacking people. Yeah, this, is this in where is this at again? In Washington? In Olympic National Park. Olympic National Park. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so at least 375 goats will be airlifted to force in the North Cascades. That's a lot of goats. Yeah. And then their operation will resume next year. The Seattle Post Intelligencer says. 375 goats. Mm. How do you even? Capture 375 goats and then airlift them. Well, and they're only because some of them are pretty aggressive, so they can only take like half of them, and the other ones they have they're to, gonna, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but they're airlifting 300. So there are, I mean, 
as creepy as that is that like goats are mauling people for their sweat and urine, um, it is kind of adorable to see like little airlifted goats with their little paws hanging. Meh. Goats are big. Mountain goats? Are they? Yeah, those. I've just seen them from a distance. I wouldn't want to mess with those things. No. No. Okay. No. We're not, they're not like rams. They're like mountain goats, right? Yeah, mountain goats. Yeah. Yeah. Aggressive urine seeking mountain goats. <laughs> like you're just, trying to, mm-hmm. just peeing off the side of the road. Ugh. No. Yeah. No, thank you. All right. This was really cool. So I did this. Remember when we found out that one time that I was British? Sarah. For many years of this program, if you've listened to it, it turns out many years of her life has been under the impression that she's almost entirely Irish. I'm still Irish. Turns out, not really much at I all. am. I am. I just wasn't. Turns out she's English, actually. And uh, so she's been having a bit of a life crisis this I year. Was. of uh, Kind of a re-understanding of who she is. Relearning who Sarah X. Dillon is. Mm-hmm. Turns out she's a crystal lady. So, yes. um, yeah, Sarah's going through a bit of an identity crisis. Well, now right. Ancestry is pairing up with Spotify. This is, I'm going to do this. They are actually using your DNA that they took, like from your sample from Ancestry, if you did that, to pair you up with your musical DNA. What so does that basically, mean? it means they're pairing you up with music from your particular and specific culture. That they have uh, taken from your DNA. So they've deter- so they're determining your musical DNA based on your ancestry DNA results. So you can input the different ethnicities and uh, regions that make up your heritage based on your ancestry test. The generator will then select a range of tracks that reflects the blend of cultures Weird. that you are actually from. That's smart, though. That is. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that. I would totally do that. Yeah. Huh. Have you done it? 